All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode three of Posios Picks. Today is Sunday, December 5th, and on today's episode, we are first going to recap the madness that we had yesterday in college sports, championship Saturday in football, and some crazy bad beats in college basketball, unfortunately. We are also going to go over five NFL games for you today and also a few bonus college basketball games. So if you're just looking for some NFL picks, you can look at the timestamp down below. It'll tell you when we're going over the NFL specifically. If not, and you just want to stick around for the whole show and get some bonus college basketball as well, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, first thing we're going to do is recap some of the games from yesterday. The first game I want to recap, I was in the building for it, Michigan State versus Toledo, the ultimate bad beat. First half looked great. We were up by 20 at halftime, I think. So the first half cover, seven and a half, was easy. Toledo brings it back a little bit in the second half. We get a three from Tyson Walker with five seconds left to cover our 13 and a half. Toledo dribbles it down the floor. We play no defense and they score with 0.6 seconds left to lose by 13 points. Unbelievable beat. It was awful in the building because everyone that was left in the is zone was just everyone who had the spread. When he hit that three, it was the loudest it had been in the building all day. And when they made that layup, the absolute sound of disappointment was insane. Max, what do you think about that? Yeah, it was just, I mean, that's as worse as it can come. Um, they were up by 20 at halftime, like you said. It looked like it was easy sailing. And then they let them hang around second half. And that's what happens. I mean... It's just not what you want to happen, especially to start the day. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. All right, let's uh, let's move on real quick. Just recap a few more games. Gonzaga, Alabama, that was crazy, huh? Yeah, I mean, what a day for Bama fans. I mean, win the SEC championship against Georgia, beat Gonzaga in a neutral site game. I mean, they just look good from start to finish. Shackelford had 28. And nine boards. I mean, Quinterly was had six assists. Timmy did get his buckets, like we said, but they just didn't have anyone going. I mean, they shot the ball 44%, and they still lost by nine, which is kind of crazy. So, Yeah, they were just never in that game. I was really surprised to see that. That's a good segue to Georgia-Alabama, another, another game we were wrong about. Alabama does it again. They went as an underdog. They're rarely an underdog, and when they are one, they always seem to win. Saban still only has one loss against former assistants earlier this year. Just crazy. Uh, Bryce Young has a great game. Pretty much guarantees him the Heisman. And Alabama's back in the playoff. Two SEC teams back in the playoff. Just unbelievable. Michigan, Iowa. Michigan does what we said they would. Thank God we get a pick right. Michigan just completely dominates Iowa, controls the game, and it was never close. It was never close. Max? 
Yeah, I mean, they from start to finish, you could tell. Once they pulled out that trick play and scored, and it was fourteen nothing, it was just like, yeah, this yeah. game's over. Yeah, that was. It. I mean, from there, Iowa just like we said, they have no QB. They can't get anything going on offense. Hutchinson and Ajabo are just beasts in the run game. They couldn't get any run game going, and then they had to pass. And their DBs are playing good D, so yeah, they got nothing going on offense. Yep. Congrats to Michigan, Big Ten champs, and in the playoff, possibly the number one team in the country after that show. And I know people are saying Bama's probably going to be number one. I could, I mean, I can see it going either way. But congrats to Michigan. What a ride. What a ride. And then the last game, Wake Forest, Pitt. This, this is almost as bad of a beat to me as the Michigan State-Toledo game. The over looks great. We've got 45 points at halftime. I said it was the easiest pick of the day, and I think it. I still stand by that. Pitt runs away with it in the second half. They cover easily. But Wake Forest doesn't score a point in the whole second half. And the over loses by six and a half points. If we had one more touchdown, it would have been an easy cover. For them not to score a touchdown in the entire second half, I I honestly, I just could not believe it. I could not believe it. Kenny Pickett did what we said. He showed out, had an unreal game. Wake Forest struggled on defense as usual. And Wake Forest looked good. They they went out to the early lead and just could not score in the second half. It it was tough to watch. Okay, so moving along, we're going to do things a little bit different today. For the NFL picks, it is mostly going to be me giving analysis and picks, and then college basketball is just going to be max. So let's get right into NFL. The first game. The Detroit Lions hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings are seven and a half point favorites. The Vikings coming off a tough game and loss against the 49ers last week. The Lions coming off the long week, obviously, after the loss on Thanksgiving to the Bears. I'm going to stop trying to make things too complicated with the Lions and just start betting against them. Even though the Lions are 7-4 and four against the spread and honestly should have beaten the Vikings at home at the beginning of the year, we're starting to enter that part of the season where teams flat out need to win games, and the Vikings are a prime example of that team. I can guarantee you the Vikings weren't using the whole playbook against us earlier in the year. They're going to have to do that now. They need to win games. They need to make up some ground to get into that wild card spot. So. I've got two picks for this game. Vikings first half minus four and a half and Vikings full game. I'm going to move the line down to seven, make it a football number and take the Vikings minus seven full game. The Vikings are easily the best five and six team in the league, and they have hung around and won games against some of the league's best teams. I think the receiving core is going to be too much for the Lions defense. And even with Dalvin Cook out, the Vikings should have no problem moving the ball down the field and scoring points. A little bonus bet for this game. Not sure if I'm going to take it yet, but Vikings team total over 27 and a half looks pretty good to me. I think this team can score four touchdowns on the Lions. No problem. Max, what do you got for the Lions? Yeah, so, um, I mean, 
Kirk Cousins always just torches us with Thielen and Jefferson. I mean, every time they get their good numbers, I think they just kill us again. I mean, we just look terrible as usual. And I just don't think this team's going to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's also important to mention what future, what future do you have? You got, you got to mention that. Um, in October, I took a uh, Lions to go winless at plus 1400 and plus 800. Yeah, so you're kind of, you're kind of rooting for them to lose, but yeah, I agree with you. <clears throat> they're they're not going to win a game. They're not going to win a game, especially at this point in the year. Teams need to win games. If if we were going to win one, it was going to be earlier in the year, but that's all right. We'll have the number one pick and go from there. Okay, my next game we have the Arizona Cardinals. Traveling to Soldier Field to face the Chicago Bears. The Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites as well. The big story for this game looks like Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins should be back for the Cardinals. Cardinals coming off a bye week and the Bears coming off of that 16 to 14 win over the Lions on Thanksgiving. Even though Kyler still isn't 100%, and the weather looks like it is not going to be that great for this game. I'm still going to take the Cardinals, but I'm going to move the line down to seven again just to be safe. Cardinals should be able to take care of business on the ground if it is raining as much as they say it will be. It's supposed to be windy as well, obviously, in the Windy City. And I think their defense is really what will win them this game. The Bears' offense has really been struggling all season especially passing the ball. And if the rain and wind is going to make them commit to the run more, Arizona can prepare for that. I don't see them having much success on offense. Totals 42 for this game. I am leaning under just because of the weather and the Bears offense, but I think I'm just going to stick with the Cardinals minus seven. Kyler being back and the defense helps the Cardinals cover this number. Okay, my next game is the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Ravens are four and a half point favorites on the road. The Ravens are coming off a 16-10 win at home against Cleveland. The Steelers coming off that blowout loss at the hands of the Cincinnati Bengals, 41-10. This game is a little weird, but I'm just going to take the Ravens. I like the Ravens to cover this number. I think that they win this game and kind of get back on track. When these two teams meet, it's usually a close game. The underdog always seems to to win or at least cover. But I think this Steelers team is different than Steelers teams in the past. And even though we've got factors like Lamar struggling lately, especially with accuracy, I think today Harbaugh is going to have a better game plan for him get his confidence up early with some shorter throws, and then work from there. He and Mark Andrews have been really great lately, but look for Hollywood Brown and Lamar to get some of that chemistry back today as well. Of course, they're going to run the ball. That's what the Ravens do. They control the pace of the game. That's how they've been so successful for these past few years. And this Steelers defense has not been impressive lately especially from the beginning of the year to now it seems like they have taken a big step back obviously the Steelers offense Roethlisberger has looked just terrible for the Steelers he just cannot move 
The Ravens' defenses look pretty decent lately, and I think that the Ravens are just going to try to bury the Steelers and pretty much end their season here. If the Steelers lose this game, they pretty much have no shot of getting into that wild card spot in the AFC. And the Ravens, I think, kind of want to spoil their season. Rivals, Ravens here, minus the four and a half. My next game. The Los Angeles Rams hosting Jacksonville Jaguars as 12 and a half point favorites. I'm going to take all thinking out of this game. I just think this is a classic bounce back game. Rams are coming off three straight losses against the Packers, Niners, and the Titans. Three really, really good teams. And after this game, they have some more tough games coming up in their schedule. The NFC West is obviously very good. They have to see those teams again. So this is a really big one for them. Even though this is a lot of points, especially in the NFL, I think they win this game by two touchdowns easily, maybe even three touchdowns. I think their offense really needs a spark, especially with that schedule coming up. They're looking to get that mojo back, and I think they're going to try to look to run it up in this game, get some confidence back for Stafford and that receiving core, and even McVay. Going into the end of the season, I think they really need it. And this one is all Rams. Jacksonville's really been struggling lately as well. Rams minus the 12 and a half at home. Okay, my last game on the NFL slate. The Denver Broncos traveling to Kansas City to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Sunday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs are 10-point favorites in this game. 10 points is a lot of points in the NFL. We've seen it time and time again. Teams struggle to cover these big numbers, especially on primetime. The Broncos' defense has looked really, really good lately. But I'm throwing that out the window. The Chiefs are back. I'm taking Kansas City. Kansas City coming off four straight wins. They're coming off a bye. They'll be ready to go. Should have a great game plan in place. They've been prepared for the Broncos for two weeks, obviously. I think Kansas City is going to kind of round into form at the end of the season here and be that team that everyone expects them to be, even though they have that little speed bump. They've beaten some of the better teams in the NFL the past few weeks. They beat the Packers, even though without Aaron Rodgers, they still had to go against that defense and won. They beat the Raiders and the Cowboys. Cowboys did not score a touchdown. That was really impressive. Their defense looks like they've completely turned it around, and they have looked really good. The Broncos have been struggling on offense a bit, so I'm going to take the Chiefs' defense. I'm going to take the Chiefs in primetime Sunday night football. I think Mahomes is going to have another classic game on primetime, show out, and sort of change the narrative on him. A lot of people were doubting him for three, four weeks. It was what's wrong with Mahomes. I think he'll have a great game tonight. Arrowhead will be rocking as usual. Probably the loudest stadium in the NFL. So my pick, Chiefs minus the 10. I think they cover this game. And that offense is just going to be too much on primetime. Okay, so... Moving along, we've got college basketball now. Max is going to take care of college basketball today. So, Max, go ahead with your games and your picks. Okay, so today we'll be covering three of the biggest games today. I mean, there's not a lot of good games to choose from, but 
We've got North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Arizona and Oregon State and Ohio State and Penn State and also one bonus pick at the end. So I'm going to start with North Carolina, Georgia Tech. This is the first game on the slate. North Carolina coming off a good win against Michigan. I think this team's starting to find their groove. They'll definitely be one of the top dogs in the ACC with Duke. Baycott in the middle. I mean, he's just a beast. Caleb Love is a great guard. Georgia Tech does have a great guard in Michael DeVoe. He's averaging 25 a game. If they can shut him down, I think North Carolina covers this three with ease. They're going on the road, but they're coming off a good win, and Georgia Tech's just not looked good all year. I mean, they beat Georgia Southern by two at home, and, I mean, North Carolina should handle this with ease. So my pick's going to be UNC. Anywhere from three, three and a half is what it's at right now. So if you can get three, hop on it now. If not, three and a half should be fine too. It's two buckets. I'm going to take that as well, just for the record. Okay, keep going. <laughs> All right, next game, we got Arizona and Oregon State. Arizona starting to find their groove as well, just like North Carolina. I mean, this team is a top 10 team in the nation. They're only giving up 57 a game. They're shooting the ball at 50%, which is unreal. They're rebounding 46 a game and Oregon State only at 32. So this Oregon State team, we saw them make a late run in March last year. They're still trying to figure it out and I think it's too late. I mean, Arizona's, they're trying to start their Pac-12 season with a win. Oregon State just lost to Kale at home by 12. I'm taking Arizona minus 11 and a half right now. It may go up to 12. So hop on it as soon as you can. And then the last big game of the day, we've got Ohio State traveling to Penn State. Ohio State coming off a big win against Duke, obviously. Knocking off the number one team on their home floor. Penn State lost to Miami in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. This line is anywhere from four and a half to five. I think Ohio State just has too many scores on offense. E.J. Liddell, obviously, will get his 20, 15-plus every game. He's a great rebounder, great shot blocker. I just don't think Penn State has enough to compete with Ohio State. This line kind of surprises me. It's this low, especially after Ohio State coming off that big win at home. Anywhere from four and a half to five should be good. And I'm taking Ohio State spread minus five. And then we've got the bonus pick for today. I've got Monmouth Hawks traveling to Canisius. 1 p.m. start time. This line opened up at four and a half, I believe. It's now six and a half. I mean, our boy George Pappas has been hooping. They're coming off uh, six straight wins after losing the first game of the season. Uh, Canisius just has not looked good at all. They beat Coppin State by one on home floor. They lost to Cornell by 14, and they started their conference play with a loss by six against Fairfield at home. Monmouth just has it rolling right now, and I don't see them stopping. I'm taking, I'm buying a couple points, and I'm taking Monmouth minus four and a half. All right. I am going to take Ohio State and Monmouth from those picks. Great job, Max. I got I gotta take Monmouth. You got we gotta ride with, with our boy George Pappas. He has been hooping. So 
that concludes our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great NFL Sunday. Get your picks in as soon as you can. Thank you again for all the support we've been getting on the show. It really means a lot, and we really, really appreciate it. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.